Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bruin Back Heel on UCLARadio.com. Today, we're missing Odie and Caps, but that's okay because we haven't broadcast in a while. So Sonny and I decided we'd do a show. Sonny oh, yeah. is in the middle of like getting through a bunch of med school apps and is like finishing off her time here at UCLA. How have you been? I've been pretty good, you know. Can't really complain. It's been really warm. Maybe too warm, but yeah. I still have enjoyed it. The ocean has been semi-warm which is always good. So you can surf again. Yes. <laughs> it's a big distraction for what I need to do, but it's welcome. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to do what you got to do. So exactly. first up, in the midst of everything that's been going on, a lot has started up again in terms of like soccer. So first I want to talk about the NWSL Fall Series, which was such a strange thing to me. Like the way, I'm glad it's happening, but the way yeah. they announced it was super strange because they, A, they waited for the Challenge Cup to be, be over. And they didn't, like, say in the middle of that, hey, by the way, there's going to be more of this. So yeah. players and fans had no idea essentially what was going on. And loads of players have, have, now, have now left or just yeah. are choosing not to play in, the, in this restart. So many of the top players have gone to Europe. And mm -hmm. so I was, like, thinking that the NWSL was, like, going to fold, you know, because, like, I kept hearing about all these people deciding to go overseas. And I think that maybe what happened was – they saw what was going down. They're like, okay, we need to have a way to keep our players here. So let's just make this fall season. Yeah. Cause it, thinking. if there was no fall season there, then there's not really a reason for any of the players to stay. Like all yeah. of them might as well go and play on loan literally anywhere in the world. Cause a, the rest of the world is better in terms of coronavirus. So <laughs> literally is better than America right now. And there's if there's going to be soccer like elsewhere, then you might as well go play. And that's what some people are doing anyway, even with the fall series. So, like, the big news was today, Tobin Heath and Kristen Press were announced as Manchester United players. And they're oh, going to be both playing together? Yep. And they're going to be joining. Dating? I think they're still dating. They were dating at one point. I wonder if they're still dating. I mean, I, that would make sense, I feel. Oh, that'd be so cute. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, those two are going to be playing for United. Meanwhile, Sam Mewis signed, I think, two weeks ago for Man City, and so did Rose Lavelle. So... There's going to be, like, there's a lot of Americans on, on those two teams. Like, that Manchester Derby is going to be very, like, a split U.S. women's national team. I feel like if I were to think of anywhere for, like, women's American players to go, I would assume that they'd go to the Manchesters. Why, why, why is that? I don't know. I just feel like they – I just, like, if I were to pick a team for American females, female Americans – I don't know why I said that so weird. That <laughs> um, they would just go to the Manchester's. Maybe just because, like, they're the more well-known team. Like, if you, like, talk to someone who knows nothing about soccer, most often they'll know about the Manchester's. So you're, like, relating that to the fact that generally Americans are seen as not knowing much about soccer? Yes. No. Like, <laughs> sort of. Like, half and half, you know? But, like, no matter what, like, most people know about the Manchesters. No, like, mm -hmm. it could be good. At, like, obviously, everybody who knows soccer knows about them. But also people who don't know about soccer. So, and I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like red and blue, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get where you're going with this. So, I mean, I, I, I can't even think who, who else is in the FAWSL that's American. But you know, that, that's four there, and I know there's there's a bunch of Canadians. Jesse. Because, 
Yeah, so, yeah, let, let's get on to that next. Uh, so Jesse signed for Chelsea in the interim where, you know, all this was happening. I tried to convince her otherwise, but, hey, it happened. Um, so, so Jess is playing for Chelsea. And I just want to, like, say something kind of funny with relation to her. So in the Community Shield game between Manchester City and Chelsea, um, Jess came on in the 93rd minute, and like, when there was four minutes of stoppage time. So she played one minute and won a trophy. That's amazing. That's the best way to do it, honestly. Yeah, I mean, she, she's in all the pictures, like, she's carrying the trophy and stuff, and it's super funny, because obviously, Jess knows that, like, it's a meme, but also, like, obviously, she deserved it being with the team for however long she's been in training, and obviously, just being Jess, so, and I'm sure she'll yeah. get more chances to win more trophies as, like, years go. But honestly, every minute counts, especially when you're playing at such a high level, like, that minute is amazing, and so, no matter, like, if it's even 30 seconds, like, I would be just so stoked to be on the field that that's huge. So I'm super proud of her for that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, she definitely deserves it. Uh, Chelsea had, like, such a, a crazy, like, transfer window, both in the men's team and the, the women's team. Like, they, they re-signed a lot of people. Obviously, Sam Kerr came in just before, like, the pandemic hit. Then yeah. they got – Which then was they got, That was key. Mm-hmm. Then they got Jess, then they got Perniel Hart. It was, so this is something crazy that happened. So Perniel Harder, who also just signed for Chelsea, like right before that, I believe she played for uh, Wolfsburg in, in Germany. And earlier in the season as well, she played for Lyon. So, and the finals of the Champions League. The <laughs> yeah, and finals of the Champions League was Wolfsburg versus uh, Lyon. Wow. And she left both of them? Oh, no, never mind. She, she, she never played for Leon. I think she just yeah. played for Wolfsburg. And then, yeah, and then she went to Chelsea, and she's also made a debut. So there's a lot of talent in the FAWSL, and a, a bunch of it's coming away from the NWSL. What do you think the NWSL needs to do to, you know, keep more talent? Obviously, it's really hard right now in COVID, but when they have the restart, when LA's a real team, when Louisville's a real team, what do you think they need to do to attract more players to the league or back to the league? I don't know. That's really hard. I'm like, I can't even think about it right now. I feel like it's hard to like conceptualize a normal situation just because how we have been handling COVID. Like we've handled it so poorly that Uh I feel like it's just leaking forever on and on, you know, but I think that the pay needs to increase a lot. Um, Right now, I feel like they're not getting paid necessarily enough to like want to stay because like what, what do they do? You know what I mean? It's not exactly enough to it's not a career like if you go into like I don't know to be like a lawyer you're gonna get paid so much more than like a professional athlete which is like absurd because most professional athletes may think of like NBA even like MLS sort of like NFL yeah I mean just in Americans American soccer in general both the MLS and NWSL just they just need to rework their salary cap I think MLS has it slightly better because they have the allocated players and the salary cap's way higher but in NWSL it's like nothing which is crazy to me because it's also like, in its, like, I don't say, like, it's heyday, but, like, when all the players are there, the NWSL is just as competitive as, you know, the European leagues, which is oh, not the case anywhere else. A hundred percent. Like, I think that women's soccer, I think, across the board is more equal in league comparatively to, like, men's soccer, which is, like, a huge disparity. Mm-hmm. But so I think that that's a key positive of NWSL to then become better and, like, kind of rework it and then maybe become the best. Like, there's still that potential to be the best league, whereas, like, the MLS will never be the best league. Yeah. Like, no matter what. It's just so new and so not. American. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it has to compete with all the other 
professional leagues for men. So that's mm-hmm. just very difficult in America. Maybe in like a hundred or years, if we're still around then, I don't know. But um, yeah, I think that more stadiums need to be made. I think more teams need to be made. I think, cause if you think about it, like, okay, in Europe, the countries are so small. And they, and they have, have like 20 teams. So many teams. Just so in the top flight. Exactly. So our volume, or like our density map would be like, like 0.01% compared to them because like we're so vast and yet yeah, exactly. we have no team. So what is up with that? Yeah, it's like the U.S. is so big, but there's only nine NWSL teams. It, it makes no sense to me. No sense. Why don't we like, we should, what we should do, they should hire me as like their <laughs> manager, but um. No, they shouldn't. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what maybe they should do is cut it into regions, make nine teams per region, and then do it that way. Like, similarly to college soccer, how you have the Pac-12, ACC, SEC, Big 12. Like, even like the MLS, like has the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Like, same with same with the NBA. But for that, you know, it's going to take a while for teams to pop up. Like, we know one thing that was really cool is after the NWSL LA team got announced a bunch of other accounts started popping up because of the fact that the NWSL LA team was so homegrown and like made by that, uh, by the fans and like the people and like yeah, accounts on Twitter, like the NWSL, bring up NWSL to LA, all those accounts. Yeah. Then now there's a bunch of those for different cities. I know t- Toronto, Vancouver, Sacramento has one and there's already talks of the Sacramento team getting made. So there's a lot of like groundswell for more NWSL teams to be made. But at the end of the day, the league has to, you know, make it uh a, like a legitimate incentive or like legitimate uh, means to, you know, make a living for players to come and play here. I think they need to figure out how to make viewership larger and they need to grow the fan base because if you're able to grow the fan base and make viewership more widespread, you're going to get more money. And so I think that's what they need more money. Yeah. That's what happens. For, that, that's they, for, for that, they need the players. Yeah. They need the players. I think that they need more teams in more cities that are already used to soccer and that they will, you know, want teams there and they'll go to those games. And I think they'll go, they'll buy gear, then like they'll have maybe academies for the girls teams, like Mm -hmm. to go into the pro teams. Like it could be made so much better and so much more like European soccer for men. Like all of that could be just transferred to the NWSL. That's I mean, obviously, we're making it sound a lot simpler than it is, but <laughs> so we, why isn't it being done? Yeah, Come but on. there's a lot of steps like the the league in general has to take, especially considering, um, you know, the, the fact that they saw it was so easy for players to go abroad now. Because like even play, like players like uh, Roosevelt, Sam Houston, stuff, they they can still come back and play the NWSL. The teams still have their rights, but it's just the fact that, you know, they saw this better opportunity, and it was pretty telling that they chose immediately. Like, no, I need I need to go play somewhere where there's a high level and not coronavirus. Yeah, I think that's a little bit negatively foreshadowing the future maybe because for America, we have some of the best female players in the world, Mm -hmm. which is not the case for men. But so we are like a hot commodity. So like the best players here are definitely going to go to the, to all the other leagues and like be right there with everybody else. And so I feel like if we're already seeing the best players leaving, mm-hmm. that's not good, and it needs to be changed like pretty quickly. Otherwise, yeah. the same thing's going to happen that we are already seeing with men, and then we're going to have no 
American leagues, and then we'll be back to square one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think we're point like the past of no return yet, but we, no. we might be getting there sometime soon. Yeah, it's just like that foreshadowing that's like in the beginning of like a mystery novel, you know, like hinting yeah. at the villain. It's like the villain's there. <laughs> And, like, we're creeping towards, but, like, we can still have lots of plot twists. Mm -hmm. It is what it is for now. Okay, so (laughs) moving from, like, NWSL to international soccer. So it was announced, like, earlier this week that Brazil, or, like, I think last week, that Brazil is going to be paying its men's and women's national teams equally. And right now, the only other countries that do this are Brazil, England, Finland, Australia, New Zealand, and Norway. And that's it. That's still kind of a lot. I'm kind of stoked on that. That's Really? But that's like seven countries out of how many? Like 200? So much better than nothing. And those are like big countries. So I think if we have those countries paving the way, it's going to happen soon. I'm hopeful. Also, I just think right now, until we have a political change in America, I'm expecting nothing from America. Because at the end of the day, the soccer federation is different from the government. So I don't know. I think U.S. soccer has handled the whole, you know, paying uh, the women's team equally pretty poorly. Definitely. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. It's so hard. Soccer politics is so real, too. You know, soccer politics is crazy. But yeah, I think that I was shocked that Brazil was on there. That was a little shocking to me. But I mean, also, Brazil's soccer is like, legendary so they're probably a little bit forced in that sense but and I'm sure like what I'm seeing of these other teams is that like New Zealand Australia and Finland aren't necessarily powerhouses I mean obviously Australia is like up there yeah Norway's you know historically successful women's soccer team as well oh no I was talking about the men Oh, the men's, right? I think, like, with the equal, the equal pay, I feel like it's easier to get equal pay when, you're, when your women's team is kind of better or makes it further in tournament uh-huh. with your men's team. Because if your men's team is doing fantastic, they're pulling in so much revenue that it's really yeah. hard to equal out the pay because it's like, well, they are getting more viewership. They are yeah. winning more in their tournament. So it's kind of hard to make it equal. But in the U.S., that's not even the case. No, which is, like, so stupid to me because it seems so obvious that like the women's team wins notoriously a big winner always a competitor the men's team not a big winner yeah could say a big loser (laughs) but but we still have this huge disparity but i'm just happy that there's some of them um and you know england that's a big time because they have a really good men's team. Mm-hmm. So exactly, yeah. Like, like when it comes to England, I feel like their their men's and women's team are almost at the same level because you know the neither the men's nor women's teams have been like the best of the best, but they're always up there. Yeah, I feel like they're like renowned. You know, yeah. like here, like you're playing England, you're a little bit worried. Right. You know, it's not like a Germany where I'd be like <laughs> shitting my pants, but you know, yeah, like, still worried. So, yeah, hopefully more change comes, uh, at least on that front for U.S. soccer and the women's national team. But we need so so much change. We need so much positive change in the world right now. We do. Yeah, so much change. 
But yeah, I'm happy that these six, seven, six, five, six, six teams are paving the way. Okay. Okay. So speaking of paving the way, I actually wanted to ask you about yes. Kaya. So Kaya, like in the last two, three days or so, announced on Twitter that Kaya McCullough is going to be leaving the Washington Spirit and she's going to be playing in Europe. So when this all happened, there was some reporter on Twitter, I don't even know who, who, uh, like some fan was complaining, like, damn, all the NWSL stars are leaving to Europe. And some reporter replied saying, Kaya McCullough is a star since when? And obviously Kaya's not going to take that line down. So it, it was pretty cool. Did, you, did she tell you about this? Uh-uh. So Kaya replied to him on, on Twitter. Let me just pull up the tweet, actually. Okay, I'm, like, so disconnected from all social media platforms lately. Like, I deleted my Instagram. <laughs> I don't really go on Snap. Like, I don't post anything on Snapchat. I don't have a Twitter. I don't have a Facebook. I follow you on Twitter. So is that just something you made, like, years that's ago? That's something I made, like, oh, my God. That's, like, from, like, my freshman year of high school. And if you read my tweets, they make absolutely no sense. It's embarrassing. Like, that would be something funny for you to do in your free time. If you're like, oh, I'm going to have a laugh, read those tweets, because they're bad. Okay, I'm trying to find... Okay, yeah. So Kai replied, saying, I get I'm not a quote-unquote star in the NBSL, and given COVID, I wasn't given an opportunity to play. But I'd like to think I'd still made, I still made an impact on this league during my short time. Not sure why a simple response about players leaving to Europe wasn't the appropriate thing to say. Which I think she's right. I mean, the reporter was kind of being like a dick for no reason. Especially since, you know, you don't have, you don't, like, a blind man can see that Kai McCall is obviously like a name in the NWSL. Like, obviously, like, even she said, like, she didn't get to play, but she, I think, was at the forefront of a lot of conversations going on in the NWSL. And obviously, we're both biased because we're Kai's friend, but But there was a lot of support on Twitter for her. In her defense, like, how are you supposed to sign? So you just signed with the team. You train, what, three weeks? And then you're expected to play as a center back going into this challenge, like, challenge cup. Like, no chance. Like, to break into a defensive lineup, you need, like, significant time and, like, to prove yourself as someone reliable. Like, yes, she's reliable for UCLA, but they have to, like, see how she, like, would have fit with the team, you know? And so I feel like mm-hmm. it's so hard especially for a defensive player to break into the starting line or just any lineup for defense. Cause they don't sub center backs, you know, exactly. unless they're injured and like with COVID and everything would have been so challenging to. No, but- yeah. So that's honestly, the reporter is stupid. Also, I feel like she's made such a big impact socially and has mm-hmm. really stood up for what she believes in and has made amazing remarks. And so in that sense, I do think she's a star of NWSL, and, especially. Yeah, so so that's what everyone said because Kaya said that, and obviously the reply went like, went went viral. Everyone's like commenting and retweeting that, saying like in support of Kaya. Like Jesse McDonald retweeted it, and she said, "Girl, don't let the critics get you. You're a professional athlete. That's star status. There's around 200 players in the NWSL that you were a part of. There's around 165 million women in the U.S. You're literally considered one of the best at what you do. So use criticism as fuel." Yeah, that's crazy. I I just see this is why I hate social media. People (laughs) are just out to get you for no reason. (laughs) That's true. Like, I didn't even like approach this guy or anything. He just tweeted that thing and then Kai went at him as she should have. So, yeah, no, that was, and also I think that was a really good response that she said. It wasn't like aggressive or like, yeah, exactly. It was like very like mature and like the bigger person, you know, because you can easily take that to like 
the head and be like, ah, fuck you, bitch. I am a star, yeah. you know? But that's not what she did. <laughs> yeah. And knowing Kaya, maybe she thought about that, but then she went, she took the high road. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's crazy. And also just like, things like, people saying things like that are just so tone deaf. Because I feel like with everything, we need to be like unified and just like loving and supportive. And then you've got these instigators. What are they doing with their lives? Don't you have something better to do? Why aren't you reporting? Yeah. So after that, Kai also posted a picture of herself. But it was like, it was like she photoshopped a picture of herself when she was a kid onto like one of those, like a star in the shape of like the Hollywood Walk of Fame and posted it and said like my true form. Oh my God. That's hilarious. That is so, you know, I, th I think she definitely won in that exchange. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Now, oh my okay. God, I don't even know this happened. I need to text her and say, <laughs> Yeah, because I, I was wondering if you knew about it, because obviously you're off social, all the social medias. I but know, yeah. but I feel you, like it's like bad to be off the social medias. I don't think so. I think, I think the only reason I'm on all the social medias and stuff is because like I want to work in sports and you can't really do that without that. But you oh might get Media today. Exactly. If you want to enter media or like anything remotely dealing with marketing, you need to be a social yeah, media that's, Literally, that's the only reason I have it. I, I honestly, I'm not on there to like see my friends or whatever. Like, if I see my friends, like I'll see my friends like when I see them, you know. But yeah. like, you want to be a doctor, so it's different. Yes, I, I 100. And then I'm like, oh no, like, are like doctor like that profession gonna have to use social media because that would be strange. Uh, I hope not. I think there's some professions that should just be like this should stay away. Yeah, but then there's like you know there's like this huge like new wave like psychologists posting on social media like basically just like informing people about mental health and like coping strategies and like normalizing issues and so that's super sick but like at the same time like I do not want to be on social media so <laughs> anyway sure you'll be fine yeah you'll be fine just, just stay off there don't let anyone you know don't pay attention to anyone yes honestly I'd do that if I could but I can't no you gotta if you want to slide into the broadcasting world yeah you need to have social media yeah. And kind of funny social media. Like, I feel like... Exactly. A lot of, like, the famous, like, talk show hosts. Honestly, okay. Haven't been watching that much soccer lately, but I have been watching a lot of basketball. And I will say the the thing after the basketball with, like, Shaq, Charles Barkley, uh -huh. and those yeah, other yeah. two guys at, like, the big table, they're all spread apart. It's, they're hilarious! And there's this one funny... Yeah, those are just funny guys. They're funny guys, but, like, they're, like, the face of like and they're legends as well so what and they're legends as well so it helps they're also legends as well but like it's just so funny and i feel like their social media presence would be hilarious because they're mm. just funny guys but i wish that wsl did something like like that like i think a certain part of the like promoting the sport is if you treat it like it is as big as you know the nba or the mls and don't treat it like you're some startup sport then people will then if, if you present yourself like that, people are going to believe you. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I would totally agree. And I think we need funny people. Like, I'm just huge on, like, humorous talk shows that are not always serious about sports. And I feel like it's very easy to be, like, just, like, just the facts, you know? Which is totally cool because, like, we need yeah. the facts, obviously. But, like, to say the facts and also intertwine some jokes, big time. Because I feel like soccer, I don't see that very often. Do you see that very often? Because I don't find Yeah, I, I don't think, I, not really, The actors are sometimes funny, 
in EPL, Champions League, and any mm -hmm. European league. Announcers in the MLS and the NWSL, not so funny. In fact, kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I can it, can, it can definitely be a problem. I, I was just thinking, like, what would you think of, like, like Amanda after she, like, retired from coaching, whatever, became, like, one of, like, the, the Shaq or Charles Barkley for NWSL? No. no I, I feel like Amanda's funny when she wants to be. Yeah. Like, those guys are, like, funny, funny, you know? <laughs> like, we need someone who, like, can just, like, pal around and like, mess around, you know? And it was, like, okay. buddy, like, a group of buddies. From the team, who would you pick? From the team? Mm -hmm. To, like, like, our team? Yeah, from, from UCLA Women's Soccer, who would you pick as, like, to be, like, a good, like, post-game analyst? And be, like, that sh sh who, who's your Shaq and who's your Charles Barkley? I feel like Tegan would be really funny. Also, I feel like Kaya could potentially be funny. And then I think that if me and Kaya were to be talk show hosts together, we'd be pretty funny. Uh, I mean, you're already a radio host, so obviously, like, you would Yeah, I'm, like, basically there, you know? <laughs> no, I'm you not. Od you, Odie, and Cass, no count. Yeah, no, definitely not. We also, I need to... Actually, no, I'm really good at analyzing games after I've watched them. But just the watching them, I need to get better at what. <laughs> um, I feel like also... I was thinking Maddie. I, Maddie and Shayna. Maddie, Maddie could be good. Shayna, maybe. Maddie, I could see it working. Yeah, I was Maddie can talk. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm just more thinking for, like, the... This is a challenging question. But yeah, I could see Maddie and Shannon doing it. They have the buddy factor. Uh-huh. You need the buddy okay. factor. Okay. So going from there to other hopefully entertaining yeah, stuff. So, track. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We're we're chilling, we're chilling. So you suggested to me that I watch Ted Lasso on yes. Apple TV. And I binged the whole thing in like yesterday and today. And so it's only six episodes in like, yeah, and like go short. half season. And they're short episodes as well. So it is an American sports comedy television series starring Jason Sudeikis, who is, I mean, he's in a lot of stuff, like, uh, what's he in, like, Horrible Bosses? We're and... the Millers. One of the best movies of all time. Oh, yeah, We're the Millers. That's a bold statement, bold statement. Not yeah. one of the best movies of all time, but really funny. It's, it's a really funny movie. And he's in a lot of stuff. And he plays Ted Lasso, who's a, a, he was a D2 American football coach who comes to England to coach a Premier League team yes. in soccer. And the premise is really stupid. But it's actually a really funny show. So, Sonny, how did you, like, what made you decide to watch the show and then recommend it to me? Well, I am bored sometimes, you know, and I'm procrastinating. And so I, like, saw an ad for it when I was, I think I was actually watching soccer. Yeah, because the ad ads for it would come on during the NWSL, I think. Yes. Because it's by NBC. Yes. Or maybe I not. Know. I actually have no idea. Or maybe it, the ads for it come on when you're watching Premier League, I think. I think I was watching Premier League because my sister was watching Premier League for her college team. And so then I watched it. And then um, I forgot the game. But I saw the commercial. I was like, oh, noted. And then I wrote down my notes. And then my family was like looking for things to watch. And I was like, oh, we should just watch this show. It's super wholesome, apparently. Because mm -hmm. you know, we need some wholesome happiness at the moment because I'm feeling not, you know, the state of the world. Yeah. So, um, we watched it, and 
it was like you know like so absurd and I was like this is so stupid at first like he's not gonna like they're not gonna hire him but then they made it like they made it kind of believable even though it definitely wouldn't be definitely wouldn't happen but then there's like like the 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 owner like was doing it to spite her ex-husband I was like okay 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 there's some backstory here then right and then I actually really liked it surprise oh me too like it's like just it's like good and silly and I think if you get soccer it's like kind of funny because it's like definitely pertinent to like issues you have on your team you know Mm -hmm. like it's like there's definitely people like that on every team (laughs) you know and so it's like funny to like see them like grow and stuff and I really liked Danny Rojas, the new character from the <laughs> show. He was so funny. He was like, soccer's life was like, oh my god, there's definitely <laughs> this person on a team, and everyone's usually like, oh my god, you know? <laughs> Every, like, you said that was Mary, right? For our yeah, it reminded me of Mary, actually. <laughs> it was pretty silly. I, yeah, as soon as he came in, I was like, oh, this is who he was talking about. It just, he was just so happy about everything. It was like... like Football's life. Yeah, right? You know, it was like hilarious. But, yeah, I think it's a really good show. And I think it's something, like, the more soccer shows, not football, not basketball, not baseball we have in America, the more people will be like, oh, maybe I want to watch soccer, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, like, I'm surprised, like, there isn't really, like, a women's soccer, like, show or anything like, like that. Like, um, the only, like, women's fo- soccer movie is Benda, like, Beckham, and that's from, like, years ago. That's from, like, the 2001. 90s. 2001. Or maybe, 2001? I don't know. I totally made that up, but oh, I was yeah. just going off. It's, it's super old, and that's not even in the 2002. States. 2002. I was 2002, here. close. And, yeah, and that's not even in the States. So I feel like the time is right for, like, someone to come along. And I either do, like, one of those documentary, like, Netflix series things on, like, women's soccer, or, you know, make, make it, like, like, an actual show with actual characters. I like the comedy approach. I think it's, like, engaging. Personally, mm-hmm. I like comedies. I'm not super big into documentaries, mainly because when I watch TV or, like, read a book, it's usually to, like, escape reality. Yeah. You know? So, like, when I'm watching reality, it has to be something I'm, like, super, super, super into or, like, interested in. And I feel like after, like, living soccer for my entire life, I'm not, like, super keen on watching documentaries about women's soccer, per se, especially in America. But... I a comedy would get you would love to watch comedies so I think it's like it's just so wholesome and really like funnily relatable and like yeah it's like kind of cringy at times but like oh yeah <laughs> but I think they lean into it almost because they know oh. it's gonna be like that oh they so lean in and it, like it works and Jason Sudeikis is very funny like yeah, he, he does a good job like he yeah. makes his character actually likable instead of like trying to be likable but not likable yeah like, he's totally likable and I feel like the players grow on you throughout the season. Like, at first, you're like, oh, my God, Jamie is the worst. But then you're like, yeah. oh, he's actually not bad, you know? Exactly. Yeah. They, they did a good job of, like, making it, like, a feel-good story. And also, they didn't even focus that much on the football it's more, or, like, the soccer. It's more about, the like, the characters. Which is good because if they focus on the soccer, then you'd be like, like, this American guy who plays football knows something about soccer after just – Yeah, no chance. About it. Like, yeah. So I think, like – it's good they focus on team dynamics. And also, he had a John Wooden pyramid in his office. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Oh, I noticed cool. that. And I was like, oh, my God, there's John Wooden repping yeah. UCLA. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't pay off because, like, the team's actually bad. So yeah. maybe later in the season – because there's going to be more episodes. I know they filmed them because I, I looked it up. So when those come out, maybe they'll be good finally. They, like um, – 
it's like they released it basically like a show that you would watch every mm-hmm. so it's like you have to wait for a week which is so sucky like i feel like hulu and netflix and just like all those like on-demand tv programming sites and just like streaming services have made me completely impatient to waiting for a show like a new episode like what who does See, that i don't mind waiting that much but also like like I, f- I feel like if I miss one episode, then I- I'd just be like, okay, you know what, I'll just wait till they're all there and I'll binge it. Yes. Or sometimes if I miss an episode, I'm like, mmm, that's it. Yes, I'm done. With the show. Because <laughs> I just, like, don't ha- I don't usually care that much about what I'm watching. Yeah. It's in the background anyways, and I'm like... Exactly. Yeah. So... Okay. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. So, there's a couple more, like, interesting things I want to go over that have been happening recently. So, the first one was... So LA Galaxy beat LAFC for the second time in like the restart of MLS uh, this past week. They beat them 3-0 and Galaxy trolled LAFC because uh, a couple of the players pitched into buy. Do you know what a cameo is? Like kind of explain it to me. I think I know so, what it is. Bunch of like celebrities and athletes and stuff can be on this app called Cameo. And if you pay like a certain amount, oh, um, yes. they'll yes. send you a message. Like it can be for your birthday or like yeah, whatever yeah. you want really. Doesn't UCLA Radio have something with, like, Pam from The Office or Angela? Yeah, uh, it was Meredith from The Office. That was, like, Meredith. two years ago for our, like, fundraiser. Yeah. So we got one of those. Yeah, so what the Galaxy players did was they got one from Mark Anthony Kay, who plays for LAFC, and they made him congratulate David, Joe, and Jonathan, who's, I, who, is, who is David Bingham, the goalkeeper, Joe Corona, the defender, Jonathan Dos Santos, the midfielder, saying, congrats on the win, and you're the best in Los Angeles. Oh, my God cringe did he actually do it he did it so there's a video out there of him congratulating the galaxy for beating him how much did he get paid for it though 35 dollars. so it's not even a lot oh i was gonna say like well who's the real winner because like no he just got 30 dollars you know what why why would he say yes to that because he probably didn't know it was from them because he didn't they didn't word it to be like um Congrats to the galaxy. They just said, congratulations on your win. They probably made it really vague. So he didn't, he probably didn't even think about it and just said it without noticing. And uh, in doing so, congratulated the galaxy. David, Joe, and Jonathan left out the last name. Yeah, exactly. That's wow, that's really funny. Yeah, it's also like, it's pretty smart the way they did it. Like, yeah. They made it so that he, he couldn't tell who it was coming from. But I feel like he should have guessed because. To make someone say you're the best in Los Angeles when you play for, like, a, a soccer team, it, it's kind of sus. And he looks kind of stupid for, for doing it. Yeah, he doesn't look like the brightest guy. Especially maybe you'd think about, like, the roster, and you'd be like, okay, like, who do I know on Galaxy that is goes by these names? And maybe this is something that they're – trying to trick me but now what i'm hoping is that they get like a little rivalry going and it's like they prank each other that'd be hilarious that would be fun see now they can't do the cameo anymore because now all the players who have cameos are going to be like wary of it so they got to oh, think yeah. of something else now they have to be creative i'm excited to see what they have next in store and now it's basically lafc's turn so yeah the balls and balls in their court because they, yeah. they got done yeah but i do like galaxy more than lafc so i am happy to hear this news yeah yeah, me too. So, so that was that was really funny to see because Galaxy just put it out and like they the captain was like our biggest fans or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that was very. Fun. Did they announce it on Twitter? Yeah, they did put it on Twitter, and everyone was, everyone was laughing at them because of course they were. 
Yeah, and there's nothing better to do right now with, like, COVID and stuff, so I feel like it's funny. Exactly. Okay. You gotta give the fans something to look for. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, what's, what you can do in COVID and what you shouldn't be doing in COVID, so I want to go to our next story. So, it, it's the international break right now, which means a, a lot of players um, are with their international teams as opposed to the club. So, that's done. Ronaldo just got 100. Yep. Ronaldo just scored his 100th uh, international goal. Yeah. And I believe that puts him second in the men's. Behind yeah. you. Ali Dai, who's an Iranian player. Oh. Random. Yeah, yeah very, very random. But it's anyway, so during the international break, uh, obviously teams and players are really scared of COVID, as they should because, like, a bunch of players did get COVID anyway. Like, Mbappe got COVID. Uh, a couple of other French players got COVID during, like, the international break because it's, like, a lot of crossing of bubbles and stuff. Which is, yeah. So I think it was stupid that they had an international break at all because it, it wasn't, like, for a World Cup or a big tournament. It was just, like, friendly. It's for nothing. Literally nothing. So the English national team were in Iceland, and while they were there, two players, Mason Greenwood, who plays for United, and Phil Foden, who plays for Man City, attempted to smuggle Icelandic girls into their team hotel while they were, you know, supposed to be in quarantine. So they got caught because the girls, like, leaked it to, like, the press and stuff, and, like, and other players... they posting it all over their social media. Like, if yeah. I were, like, some random girl got invited... By like a professional famous soccer player, I'd be like, probably not because I don't like posting on social media. But like a year ago, it would have been all over my social media, you know, like everywhere. Like I'd be like, oh my god, look who I'm with, you know. So. <laughs> exactly. So they got caught, and like a, it's stupid because of the whole Corona thing. Like they could have infected their teammates or the staff. But B, like, Phil Foden has a girlfriend and a kid. And they found out through, like, the press. So what do you think about that? Hate to see it. So I read this story, actually. I saw the story once from a credible source and then once looking at my guilty pleasure of Daily Mail, which uh -huh. I don't even know why I like it. It's just like a Wait, where do you look at it? Like on Snapchat? Snapchat. Like, yeah, I knew it. I, I knew it. I look through it as like a guilt. I take it with a grain of salt, and I usually just laugh at the headlines. I'm like, who cares? Like, literally, who cares? Like, who's finding this information? But um, I saw it, and I like looked at it, and they're like, and they called them, um, they said like beauty queens or something, mm -hmm. and I was like, what the hell? And then I looked at the story, and I was like, oh my god! And then it showed a picture of the player with his kid, and I was like. Dude, Eesh, not good, and just like not the time. And just like, why can't you wait a little bit longer? It's you're almost like I'm sure you're probably going to be in England again soon. Yeah, and like one, like one thing is these kids are like 20 and 21 or something like that. But at the end of the day, you're you're an adult, and if you have a kid of your own, like I feel like you should be thinking about that yeah, during yeah, a pandemic. You're already so young with a kid, like maybe try to not have another one that's a lot of money that you're gonna have to spend like coming from a financial perspective yeah i mean that's the least of his worries i mean his his girl's gonna be on his ass now because oh, that's like a bad way to find out you wanted to i would be like it's over sir no yeah probably covid times and you invited two random girls into your room on a soccer trip yeah, so their punishment was that, from, from the team, was that they were banned from taking part in the, the, like, the friendly games that were going on. 
and you know the coaches said that they're gonna have to earn their way back into the squad what would your punishment be for something like that given that it's a pandemic like me like as a coach if I were the coach if you're the coach yeah I would just be like probably similar I would send them home and say you're not going to be invited back until I see some major changes in your mentality. That's what I would say. Because I'm sure there's I mean, a lot of great players out there, you know? It's not like yeah. the shortage of great players. So, like, you have to take every every opportunity very, like, heavily, you know? But mm-hmm. they were like, ha, 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 ha. Icelandic girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, it's pretty crazy to think, like, UCLA, like, we've been so strict about, like, COVID and stuff. Like, I know, I know that the team has all these rules and stuff about, you know, what they can do, how practice is. And then for, for like, the English national team to be breaking rules in the first chance they get, it just makes them look so bad. It makes them look so stupid, like, just idiots. Like, I see that, and I'm, like, curious to see how that'll turn out because, like, you're in college, like, you're not going to totally follow social distancing guidelines, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's going to, I'm really, like, concerned for how it's going to be involved when, like, kids are actually in, you know, school, especially at UCLA. Yeah, it's just massive. It's a massive school, and people are coming from all over, and, like, I'm sure people, now I feel like it's co- not calming down, but, like, you know, people are getting used to it. Yeah, people are getting a little complacent. Hopefully, like, honestly, this thing's not going to be over until there's, like, a vaccine. Yeah, and even then, like, it's going to be just, like, a flu, except it's yeah. like, lasting health issues, because mm-hmm. if you get it and you get pneumonia, you're screwed. You're done. Because you're going to get hyped, like, you're going to have uh, heart issues in, like, 10 years, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, hopefully it gets resolved, but, like, right now, that's not looking good. But anyway, we've done an hour, so uh, thanks okay. again, Sunny. Yeah. No worries. Thanks for having me. For, for sure. I mean. Okay, so you're done with classes and everything? Yes. So you're officially done with UCLA? Yes. Okay, so we'll, we'll keep doing these whenever you're free or whatever. I, I definitely want to do one with me, you, Odie, and Cass like a, as like the last one. Yeah. And then anytime we have you on after that, we'll be like a special guest. Yes. I'm totally fine with being a special guest. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. It's so fun. Okay. I still enjoy it. Yes. Okay. Are we ending the recording? Mm. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.